Hello. Hello. Hello, listeners. How how doth you be? On what this up? Fine. Though? Probably a Thursday up, that you're though? listening to this. Um. Well, I'm sorry. I'm still a little shell shocked from that Punisher episode in all kinds of ways. But before we get into that, why don't we get into some fucking news? Marvel news. Because we're just like fucking icebreaker. Unless anyone has an icebreaker. How was your day? Well, really busy with Lance. Um, the latter half or just third quarter, whatever you want to call this, spent cursing. Yes. <laughs> Eight, um, vertigo therapist. Um, um, a lot of big things uh, happening for, for a GSN as well. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's cool yeah. stuff. It's Icebreaker. Stuff. <laughs> Icebreaker. How many ways can you tank hit shows on Netflix? Well, ask the Marvel writers and they'll probably tell you six dozen. Six dozen ways to cancel your own show. Just, and, just um, six dozen. No, no, no more. I feel that. less empathy for all of them the more we get into the shows. I'm like, oh, you deserve to lose your job. Absolutely let someone else get but in I, here and try actually, something else. You actually, I, I have an idea for a decent icebreaker. All right. Thanos snaps his fingers. Every, half the people disappear. Of course, we already know that. Mm-hmm. Of b- Besides Iron Fist, we already know how, how you feel about <laughs> Iron Fist. Now that we've had every at least two seasons of every uh, Marvel Netflix hero, mm-hmm. which hero of the main characters besides Iron Fist are you okay with them disappearing in the snap? Oh, so you're like, who am I okay with in the Netflix Marvel universe that could disappear with the snap? Yeah. Who Is that are the you, question? Who are you the most okay with? Uh, D all of the above and I would just minus um, Jessica and Trish and my favorite my favorite degenerate lawyer y'all know that is G money Mm. Um, so I don't I honestly okay Frank let me let me let me not lie Frank is my favorite dude in the Marvel Netflix universe Mm. he has consistently kept me the most entertained (laughs) (laughs) motherfucking Turk Turk is the Stanley of the Netflix shows he's in everything he is (laughs) No, Frank is my favorite. He's the most consistent. And I and he never he just never annoys me like he is what I expect him to be as a character. Even when he does frustrating things, I'm still rocking with it. And he's not gotten under my skin in the way that Luke has and um, Iron Fist has. And well, just about everybody else. He is consistently the best part of his show. Even the first season, which was a great first season. It was a great freshman outing for the Punisher. He was still the best part of his own show which is the way it should be this season unfortunately he's the best part of his own show it's like it's like there give us something else to hold on to you can't right. just have right. the star be the only thing that we need but yeah um for me at this point it would probably it would probably be luke unfortunately luke is the one that i'm like yeah you can go <laughs> it's definitely Luke. Luke could take his this big iteration. goofy corny ass on somewhere. Yeah, I would say this, this and go there with Claire. And it's sad. Like, look at me. Like, who would have said, Candace? You have some characters of color for Marvel. Do you want to see them leave the verse? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. They could get the fuck out. They really can. And, and even uh, even though I don't like, I know we we disagree. We don't have to get into that. Even though I don't like the second season of Jessica Jones, and I didn't like her character arc during the second season, at least I enjoyed her enough in the first season. It's like, all right, we could keep you. You you had a good yeah, season. She had a good season. You, you had a you had a good rookie season. Therefore, you know, there's a potential with you when you get into the later seasons of your career. But 
Man, Luke just ain't putting up them numbers like he needs to. It's like, nah, come on, get some boards, And to be perfectly bro. honest, if we're just going to go by the numbers, Kristen Ritter was the most experienced actor to partake in these Netflix Marvel things as a lead. She has led her own show before, more than once, and she's been in features. So if anybody was going to be able to hold this shit together, just going to call it an obvi statement, it was going to be Kristen Ritter because she had the experience, she got the pedigree, she got all that shit. Everybody else, they was doing a gamble. Like we said, Mike Coulter, where the fuck was he? I don't know. Somewhere being 43. Um, who else is there? Well, we know where Iron Fist was on Game of Thrones being unuseful and a whack-ass Loris. Uh, who else we got? Charlie Cox. Where was he? Charlie Anybody? Cox. Yeah, uh, he he really didn't have much. Bid parts. Bid parts on the USA Network. Sounds about right. But, but <laughs> uh, I think that was actually a smart casting choice on Marvel's. I think that he Marvel. was a great casting choice for Daredevil, but I think his personification I'm sure they of Daredevil probably saved... with the writing, it's just not like I, I just don't feel it 100. percent I I, I, just, I I really like him as it, but also. Uh, Keep in mind, I think because he wasn't as big of a name, they probably got him a hell of a lot cheaper than they were able to for, uh, I'm sorry, able to get uh, uh, Kristen Ritter for sure. I mean, at this time, it's not even about cheapness. It's like if you take the actress who played on my poster, Gogo Yubari, she had all of what? 10 minutes max, if that, 10 minutes fucking max in fucking Kill Bill 1. But with that 10 minutes, five minutes where she's out there killing the dude at the bar and five minutes when she's fucking going against Uma Thurman in the third act. She is memorable. She is fun. So she is smart. It's not about being discovered. It's not about what's happening. It's about the talent. Who's who's the director and who is the thespian? Can you combine together to make a memorable thing? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like more often than not, the talent behind these Netflix shows is much like the talent they got for the show's budget. Yeah, I said it. Budget writers, budget people who actually would not get their own shit on network television. Oh, did I say that? Is that rude? I said it though. I said it though. Because the plot twist we see I'm telling you, you'd fail in your fucking class. If you were at a master's program and you were like, here's my fucking script, they would throw it in the fucking trash for some of the shit we've seen on Luke Cage um, in this season of The Punisher. So I disagree. I say it's shitty talent. I say that Netflix saw the writing on the wall and they were like, wow, 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 dumpster fire. Can we stop it? The creatives had too many egos. They couldn't stop the dumpster fires. And here we are. At least we have Frank. At least we have a great, beautiful iteration of Frank. The Punisher. Yeah. But everything else attached to this world, aside from LeBronis, is a wash for me. It's a straight wash. Yeah. They could it could all disappear from season two, I mean. I love Micro, loved his swing and wife, loved the whole shit they set up in season one. Season two. Nah. The violence the violence that, that Frank is able to give. And you know, the one scene with Pilgrim in episode nine. I'm sorry, episode ten. No, oh. it was I'm sorry, it, it was uh yeah, yeah. It's episode and ten. Beginning yeah. of episode ten. Fluster Club. Uh, those were. Uh, oh wait, no, that's the, the dark, dark hearts. hearts. Yeah, oh, yeah, dark hearts of men. Uh, that violence. Even though I, I don't, we don't care uh, about Pilgrim as much. At least they delivered with what we expect from the TV show, The Punisher. With no, that, that's all. That's violence. why I can definitely say that when Frank is on screen, he's he he doesn't disappoint me. He's doing what I expect him to do. I love his little grunts. Like it's fantastic. It's when <laughs> other people are on screen that the show starts to take a dip. Yeah, the the little girl whose name I forgot her, even though she's gotten better because Amy? was it episode nine. I think it's Amy, yeah. where she took the gun off homeboy and shot him. And that yo, was great. Yo, I, was and great. like I said, I was not expecting her to pull the trigger, yeah. but she did. She's like, and I was like, all right, great for her. And then look at Frank being like a Frank good was role like, model. Listen, you didn't kill him. Yeah, I, you did. Didn't kill him. I did. I <laughs> did. What a fucking 
fucking boss ass I, move I appreciate right there. that uh, that paternalistic energy yeah. he was doling out. He was like, no, um, it's okay. You didn't kill him. Well, I'm about no, to kill his no. ass right the fuck now. I know Murder. we were going to say news <laughs> first, but we should just do Punisher first since we clearly veered directly into that direction. Actually, if, if we wouldn't mind, let's let's. I'd like to get into the news just because I got a dip early. All right. Oh, you're, like, you're not even going to talk about the episodes? Guys, do you hear this mess? I just want you to know <laughs> exactly what's happening here. He said he cannot take three minutes to talk about the episodes. He hey, wants to talk about hey, news. I didn't even know that we were going to watch. See, I this is why he needs to go back in a snap. Somebody get Thanos up in her. Get Thanos up in here for the episodes over. Please. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't get disappeared in the snap. I was in the quantum realm. <laughs> That's what you Let's say. Real. That's what you say. I was in the quantum realm. I just realm. saw Ant-Man and the Wasp and fuck that movie. It's boring. I was in the cut. <laughs> it's whack. Like Ant-Man is funny, but that movie was whack, y'all. It was whack. I was bored. Let's let's get this news. I was bored. <laughs> That's news. Candace finally watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And she did not like it. Like I didn't dislike it, but I just didn't like it either. You didn't like T.I.'s ass in there? He was in there? <laughs> Yeah. I forgot about him already. <laughs> see? Oh, he was one of the, the dudes. Yeah, he was one of the security Working for guys. the security thing, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. That's how you know I didn't fucking, I wasn't so, doing that movie. Also, I don't think Evangeline fought enough to even talk about fighting like a girl, because girl, you was whack. Where was the well, moves she at? she fought with Grace. <laughs> Stop it. The Grace of, of yeah. not really fighting Just, at all? Whatever. Know, a lot of spinning. I was happy but, to see um, Michelle Fife, but yeah, I was like, yeah, what a yeah. role to put her in where she's not really used, unless she Michelle comes back. Michelle Fife. Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm sure she'll come back. Um, oh, for I sure. feel like you don't cast someone of her level unless she's going to make an appearance. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right? She, yeah. She, she definitely. I mean, it's same for, for Larry Fishburns. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I appreciate those Larry Fishies, man. You got it. Fishburns. Well, what, one thing I saw earlier today that was. I don't even know if it's true. I I, I wish. I, Not nah, a lie. We can skip it. It's pretty much I <laughs> want it to be true, where Anthony Mackie was like, he confirmed that Falcon is dead. And I was like, good. You should stay there with your acting. Oh, like dead for real, for real? Yeah, like forever, like, forever? It should stay there. Forever? Your, your, act, your acting should stay there with it together. He's not dead. That shit ain't Yo, right. because if you guys saw IO on Netflix, oh don't. If you haven't seen it, don't. Save your fucking self from that messy so. sci-fi film of trash. Trash. <sighs> trash. Andy McDowell, your daughter seems like she has some fucking possibility. She has some potential. But tell her not to do another movie with Anthony Mackie, okay? Because despite the fact that he's like 20 years her junior or senior, and she's out here making babies with him in the movie. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, his acting is not is not good enough. It's just not. What what's some real news? Because we know that shit ain't real. Let's get some acting yeah, news. There, there was um, apparently early uh, reviews are coming in for Captain Marvel. Yes, and everyone is saying it's one of uh, one of if not the best Marvel film ever made. Oh, that's a stretch. Um, Let's slow down. Yeah. What, we like, don't know. We, we don't. don't I, we, have, we haven't oh, seen it. I know. I know. <laughs> There's not enough it. black people in there for it to be the best Marvel film <laughs> for me. So I can speak confidently. Hey, we got Sam Jackson. Having not seen the film. Come on, man. No, no, no. At best, at best Captain Marvel can get two. It can't get one. It can't get one. It could try to dethrone Ragnarok in my mind, but that's going to be hard because Tessa's in there. Mm-hmm. And But Tessa didn't get her by scene, so it could totally happen if they do something cool in Captain Marvel. So we'll see. But it can't be top. It can't be top. For if, me, if you for me personally. It, if you watch it, and I'm not saying that it will or it won't, but I, I just want to to hear you. If well, you watch it and... It like greatly exceeds your expectations. Like, holy shit, this actually might be better than Black Panther. Will you admit that on air? If that had a possibility of being true, but that's like saying, Candace, 
if the earth was flat so the way you started that conversation <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, is with up. irrationality hold up, hold i can't i can't i can't abide hold on now. there is no i am telling you there is no possibility when i explained why jessica jones oh, was my favorite flat? show on, we know this i saw you when i explained why jessica jones was my favorite model show <laughs> it was because of representation representation was not Africa, acquired it's just a drop off yo what <laughs> no, it's about representation and the fact that representation in Marvel did not really exist for me until we got to Jessica Jones. Then let's Scarlet represent Day this Cat. flat earth, goddammit. Uh, <laughs> Brie has come a long way since she's not one of those shady whites that's hanging out with the bigots and wearing MAGA hats. However, from her, her baggy pants and all the ragging I did for like eight episodes straight. However, I already know because of this sheer importance to me personally as a woman and a black woman... It is impossible for Brie to surpass what Denai and Lupita and Angela and Letitia did for me in that film. Okay. Because she is not black. However, it is possible for her to go really high in the Marvel echelon of how enjoyable was this movie for Candace? Because we know, we know there's no X-Men film that's even in the top 10. So, so, so I want to ask you this then. There it is. This is important. This is an important distinction to make. Mm-hmm. Can you separate your personal favorite from objectively the best is there something that you're like it doesn't make sense let me let me let me rephrase do you have anything in your life that you're like i know this isn't the best but this is my personal favorite or do you think that like everything that i like is the best it depends on what category for instance like (laughs) i like some of the rappers that i like they're like not the greatest rappers ever but i'm like they're my personal favorites okay I don't know. But I think I think music I think music is far much more subjective than actual the visual medium of where you can see and do things. That's why the moving image is important because actual you're visual not answering the question, Candace. No, but you're not your question isn't nuanced enough. So I'm trying to help you give it's, a better <laughs> question so I could so I could give you a real answer. I think because that's, I'm saying there's I think not the enough fact stuff. that that's how she defended gives me the answer that I had. No, but it's I not, wanted. but you haven't given a proper analogy. That's what I'm saying. Because you can't say, How is this your favorite? But objectively it's not. That doesn't make sense. Because usually for me, when I give no, merit to a film so, as a film student and someone who studied it i am the most harsh i'm not, I'm not just films. talking about film i'm just talking about in anything is there anything that you but feel in anything that, you got to give me a category that doesn't work no i'm saying well, i'm saying i'm speaking broadly because i want you to be able to say that in any aspect of your life of any art that you consume do you feel like there is all something art is subjective you, your question is insufficient listen, listen I, let me I, finish I, the question uh, first all right. Do you think that there's something that you are like, I know, objectively speaking, that this isn't what would be considered the upper echelon or this wouldn't be considered the creme de la creme. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, it's my favorite. I don't know what you mean. Are you talking about a movie like Spaceballs that isn't going to win a fucking Oscar? But did I laugh? Like, I don't know what you mean. You have to give some sort of level. Like that. Yeah, that's- but that doesn't make sense because... Because I have favorite films. All my favorite films are dramas. That doesn't mean I don't love comedy. So that's what I'm saying. The categories, it's not, it's not nuanced enough for me to give you a real answer because it just doesn't make sense to me. Okay, let me ask you this. Is there a movie that you really, really enjoy that didn't get, any, that didn't get much critical acclaim? Uh, I don't know. Probably Prometheus just because I liked the overall setting even though they kind of let me down at the ending there. Okay. Uh, with that movie, do you think that it didn't get as much shine as it should have? Not really. A lot of people went to see it. They just didn't like it. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. So that's a movie that you like, 
But that's a subjective opinion. I just don't understand the point of the question, I suppose. Because that's everybody. Oh, I like Snickers. I don't. I like Twix. Okay. Okay. Doesn't now, mean Twix is better than, than Snickers because you can't objectively or subjectively say one candy bar is better than the other. But for movies, I don't understand why you can say question. technical because because <laughs> movies are technical. Right, Lance, let me ask you, movies are is technical. there anything that you enjoy personally that you're like, I know it's not the best, but I fucking love it. Um, it's hard. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, is there a musician, a movie, a TV show, a book, a cartoon, a video game? Any but doesn't of- you liking something doesn't automatically mean you think it's a version of the best? It doesn't matter. That's why it's subjective. Because what you think is the best doesn't mean I think it's the best or that Lance is the best. It is subjective to your experiences, yourself, your personality that makes you decide what is best to you. Let me That's ask why you I'm saying I can't say that. Do so you I, think I, that... I, I can probably oh, answer. Yeah. So um, I was for like uh, video games. And it probably has to do with now I have less time to play video games. But... Um, I would say I, I still love playing like um, adventure type games, single player uh, or anything that kind of meshes like adventure game with uh, multiplayer. I like that sort of thing. Is that not know. popular in video games? No. Right now, what's popular is things Shooters? like arena, oh, arena yeah, games sure, sure, that sure. are like it's just one hallway you got to shoot down. Or this round field, or uh, Fortnite, or PUBG. Those are the games. But is that- it not popular because none of the new games fit that, or are games like that out and no one gives a shit? Just so I can. Is because the games are out, they don't give a shit. Oh, like wow. so, I I really love playing the Division. Right, mm. it's uh, not too far future game. Tom Clancy. I was about to say, uh, isn't that Tom Clancy's yeah, division? Absolutely, yeah. Where, you know, there was a, someone. Even if you didn't know a, that it was yeah, a Tom Clancy would, game, the name, the division, the division. I got it. So, <laughs> you know, and I really love that game because of the mechanics around it when it comes to strategic shooting and stuff like that and how you work as a team and how you get through it. Whereas people would rather play things like um, they would rather play Fortnite because, I mean, that game is free and you have the potential to make money if you depend on what you're doing. But, you know, people are saying, well, this game, it does crash all the time. There are bugs with it all the time. Like, it has issues, but I really, really love the game. And it's like, but there are other games I know I can pop into my PC and it's like, and I will have a probably a 10, 10 times better <laughs> better experience, but I really love this game. But but would uh, you, if you won't love it, like you love Division? That's what I mean. Like, could you have a 10 times better experience if you don't love it like you love the other game? No, of course not. Because then no, it won't be no. a better experience. Because the only other games that I played last year. You need establishing really a baseline of liking something before you can like. Yeah. Which is why I can compare like like things within a category like shows or a genre or this. But like just the concept of like objectively deciding something that I think is subjectively good. Mm. Um feels like oxymoronic to me because I'm like, every, that's why everyone's going to disappear. It's like, not like math where you can be like five plus five is 10. And if you come up with something else, you're fucking wrong. For art, you can say this is great or this is shit and there's always going to be someone who disagrees with you. Of course, of course. Yeah. That's, so that's, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not trying to, to debate that. Uh, but at the same time, we do have these general agreements, like these, like, these agreements that we make mostly culturally Mm. that we're like okay everyone has opinions on this this and that but if you don't like this what the fuck like for instance like like me if people say they don't like xena and i'm like i don't trust you yeah exactly (laughs) see there you go 
or I think that's extreme bias, though, and I can fully admit or to my instance, extreme all, bias towards Zena. Everyone that's on this podcast, mm. we all loved Black Panther, and everyone that talks shit true. about Black Panther, we're Doesn't like, like, fuck them. Right, but they're so probably white or those hater black people who just like to be contrarian. Exactly. Everyone <laughs> likes Black Panther. I hate it. It was horrible. It wasn't even that interesting, yeah. actually. So that's what <laughs> I'm saying. It's something yeah. that we, that like, the collective consciousness, or the, the, just yeah. the masses, for the most part, agree that like this is we, the general consensus is this is something that is objectively good yes you can be subjective in there to like like how much you like it or dislike it mm-hmm. but it's objectively good mm-hmm. and i'm saying there is there something that we generally uh the cons- general consensus is it's objectively eh or bad that you enjoy just like in general or Marvel related? In in, in, in general. general? Like you could pick the genre. I'm leaving it open because I want you I'm trying to, to see. What do people regard as meh oh, okay. that I, I think or is for, me? Or maybe even not meh, but it's like, okay, it's not the best. For me, it's Star Trek Discovery. I've, I've had people who are like... Okay, I can go they, with that. I was actually going to say Star Trek Discovery because it's yeah. not nearly as popular as I think it should be. Yeah, because... Yeah, but I think nobody wants people to People are like, they're comparing it to like old school Star Trek and then um, also the Orville, which is not... You know, it's a fake. Orville. Yeah. That <laughs> doesn't like, make any sense. Right. It doesn't make any sense because it's not really, a, it's not a Star Trek I've show. I've seen some of those criticisms, like though. People have criticized the uniforms. They've criticized. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that, I mean, I gotta be wrong, that the two protagonists leading the show out were like an Asian woman and a black woman. And they were like, the, what the fuck is this? I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of that, too. Why oh, is there? Oh, because automatically it's suddenly a PC agenda. Oh, you see two non-white is, men is, and uh, it's a PC agenda? Yeah, yeah, or maybe yeah, yeah. it's just great actors for great roles what the, the, fuck? the first criticism we always have to accept that that there's always going to be a huge swatch of people that are just going to hate on something because they feel underrepresented i feel like that's most of my shit or though. whatever even if when everything else comes I, out that's it's most about of my them. shit though shit you know that i like is? because as a degree of representation and if i find people shitting on it it's usually be it's usually akin or related to why i started watching the show like a particular actor or actress or yeah then let me like. ask you this Every show that has someone that is uh, considered an other by mainstream media, <laughs> like uh, it's a uh, it's a gay woman or it's a, a, a black transgender person or it's you know the shows that you're saying that you you tend to like are every one of those shows inherently good <sighs> that I still watch. I mean. I, I I don't know that I think they're bad. The only show that could potentially fit that thing that slid off the scale was Empire because I did support it in his first season and they did have some queer characters they were giving attention to, which I thought was important, but then they completely dropped the ball, stomped the ball, rolled over the ball and destroyed the mm. ball. <laughs> and I was like, oh wait, Candace, you forgot. It's Lee Daniels and Eileen Chaikin, two of the worst gays to ever write for fucking queer people. And so I should have known that they were going to destroy everything that was good with oh, that Oh, I know show. some gays that write. They'll, they'll fuck your shit up. We'll have a conversation. <laughs> no, I just mean like from Lee Daniels and his previous issues with writing people and then Eileen Chaikin, she did the L word. And for people who are familiar oh. with that show, it was a very whitewashed version of West Hollywood lesbians. And then when they did involve uh, one Hispanic girl and one black girl, the stereotypes and all the pitfalls they made were wrong. Like the Asian, um, the Latina girl was poppy and she only existed there to be like this weird archetype of an Asian, of a Latina girl. And then she was gone. And the black girl, does she have parents? Does she have friends? Like what's going on with her? And so it's just like, they already have mad issues. And so I was trying to support and be like, yay. And then you watch the show and it was like, okay, this is a problem. So I would say that because I was into it in season one. Mm. But also I agree with people now that it's shitty. If people say empire shitty now, I'd be like, yeah, for sure. Justice for Jesse, by the way, hashtag. 
because that was some bullshit. It's oh, a really yeah, weird segue, but by the time you guys hear this, I'm sure it would have been. There's a lot of shit about over. that story that I'm like, don't don't say that on air, Rich, because I don't want to have to eviscerate you. No, I, do I, no, not no. be Erica Badu and throw questions into the fire. We don't of bigotry against the gay black man. No, no, no. I'm gonna scream. Wait, wait, I'm gonna listen, scream because I've seen this on the internet. Say. You don't even know. No, no. The fact that it listen, sounded the way that it sounded already triggered me. Listen, I'm letting you listen, know. I'm letting listen, you know. Okay, I understand you're triggered. But that doesn't mean that the trigger finger was so aiming finish at what, what you, you were going to say. You were gonna finish say. What you were gonna no, no, say. no. I want to finish it afterwards. <laughs> now, see, all right. Uh, listening audience, you let us know what you think Rich was about to say. I but I think it was about what you to be think some I was going to say. Shit. Trust me. You but how agree come with you won't finish it? So finish it. So I can agree with you. Because we've gotten so far off the Marvel topic and I just looked at the time and I'm like, God damn. It's late. It is late. A convenient truth. But all right. We'll move on. You know, um, so. I hope you guys out there saw the postings, or at least some of you, for um, was it Nerds of Color? Yes. Uh, yes, they were they were doing a what was it uh, early? Um, screening. They're doing like an early screening and a question and answer and for Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. By we didn't even talk about the early screening. We said that they, it came out and that people were saying good things about it. Right. Uh, the one thing that I wanted to touch on is there is a lot of white feminists who are mad at <laughs> what the uh, early reviews are and a lot of the early comments. Right. Right. Because one of the consensus comments people have made is Goose stole the show. That goose is one of the, the, the highlights. Yes, goose the cat is one of the highlights of the show. And all these cat. white feminists, feminists <laughs> are coming out and saying, "How dare they focus on a cat when it's about a woman?" And this is a woman's movie. And the oh, first time God. Marvel makes a movie about a woman, they make the cat the center part. By the way, most of these people that have uh, uh, just like, voiced these concerns right. have not seen the movie too. Oh, they're okay. Just, they're, Oh, they're, just, they're just pressed because well, somebody was like, what I it like is, isn't That's it? great. <laughs> but once again, we talked about this before. Yeah. I thought white women fucking love cats. Suddenly all of a sudden, they're <laughs> like, like, oh, I like cats. Get, get the fucking cat That's out of here. Spirit animals. <laughs> what was that voice? That was very cartoonish. <laughs> I don't do a good white woman. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need a... Hi, my oh, name is Karen. God. I just wanted to say thank you guys. And I hate more cats. Vocal fry. More vocal fry. I mean, anytime I hear someone, I mean, I want to hear good things coming about Captain Marvel, but people, let's just let's just support Brie and go see the damn film. Yeah, you know it's gonna be better than Venom. Yeah. And look how many people were up Venom's booty hole. Hey, hey, so what if on. it's what if it is just a dope ass cat movie? I'll still enjoy it. If it's I'll a good still cat enjoy movie, it. I love yeah. cats. Cats are the best. And if you don't like cats, there's probably something wrong with you. If it's if it ends either that up or being, you're allergic. Okay. <laughs> I'm allergic, Lance, and I still oh, love same cats. Here. Yeah. So. Yo, seriously, even if it's like five minutes of screen time for Brie, but then the rest of it is just, just the cat, cat. <laughs> but the cat is really <laughs> killing it. So. If the shit, cat is like, killing yeah, it, I'll be there. like, yo, this, right. Right. this was a banger, Marvel. It was Excellent a job. Movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. got to step your game up. Yeah, so it seems people like not need to take um, lessons in putting things and people on screen that you want to see. And people yeah, yeah, generally yeah, yeah. like to see cats. You know how many cat videos I come across a day? And I'm going to tell you, I watch every single <laughs> one, sometimes thrice. Um, so yeah, there's never there's never anything bad about having a cat yeah. in your shit. In fact, it's good luck. It's good news for you. Um, but yeah, so if you were works? paying attention to that, you maybe got a free screening um, tickets for Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. I did. I mean, technically, aren't we all seeing it early as well? 
<laughs> yes, we are. We're all technically seeing it together. we're seeing like what two, three hours before it actually goes. Yeah, public. so it's yeah. not like that early. Yeah, we're not, like, we're not that official. Whatever. <laughs> like, I, I got two set tickets for Captain Marvel, and I got Alita Battle Angel for free. So you did. I'm flying that. high. I, I, uh, another high. piece of news. I'm, I'm not sure if you have it in there. Um, so apparently, according to some inside sources, Marvel is planning on a Wolverine TV show for Disney Plus, not starring Hugh Jackman. Say what? Um, so it's so, going to be a PG thirteen Wolverine. We don't we don't know what the the uh, the rating is going to be. Delete but, it. But probably is going to delete it if if this is true. So somewhat a, a source close to Marvel yeah. uh, is saying that uh, Marvel is planning to recast Logan, and they want to do a a TV series just exclusive for their streaming platform. Instead of a movie franchise. (laughs) Yo, I predict so many L's coming from Marvel's streaming channel. It's unreal. It's unreal. This is a rumor. So we don't know if this is true. I I feel like the level of... Why develop Wolverine first, though? The grains of salt that I'm here, that I'm I'm tasting with this. The saltiness is like... The salt is bad. It's fairly high. I'm like... Yeah, "Mm, it's a high ratio because... I'm taking this with a pretty big grain of salt. I'm not sure if this is true. But strategically, strategically, that's like saying, oh, we just cast another daredevil strategically why would the first x-men you attack be fucking wolverine which is universally clearly the most accepted role played by any of the actors who played an x-men character Mm. it's fucking him it's fucking hugh jackman everyone knows this that's why he was able to do his fucking solo films so why why on earth would you choose to reboot the most beloved character that fox was able to create first versus there, one of the versus rogue versus Iceman. literally anyone else makes more sense than wolverine right you know, now because you, you, you the, know the comparison is going to be high though which means they're probably going to fail well there's a couple reasons why they would do it Let's, once again like i said i don't believe this but if they <laughs> did do it there's a couple reasons why they're probably rationalizing this number one uh, Hugh Jackman has already said he's 100% done with the role. Mm-hmm. Okay, but can we get can we get three years? But number two. Well, <laughs> t- to be fair, but what's if number two? What's number if two? If it is in development or if they're in like pre like pre pre production, mm-hmm. that means it could be two to three years before we actually. But you know, I'm not it. feeling it because I have not heard any pre 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 production about Storm or Rogue or any of the people I actually care about. Bishop, hello, Bishop. Bishop, those, does those Bishop still exist? Too expensive you know, to you know why for. you won't hear any news about them because <laughs> no most cares. of the news outlets uh, that are following these things or that have the re- that have actual sources mm-hmm. care about Wolverine because there are these white well, those news sources. They're going to be like, we have some information dick. about Storm. And they're like, get the fuck out of here! Tell me about Logan. I want to know about Logan. My my, my no. theory is is that. Marvel is looking at the dollars and it's like, which one of the X-Men is the cheapest that we can actually run with? And that's a, a really Wolverine, bad idea. Wolverine is probably the cheapest one they can go with because what is he has some claws you that think, pop out? You think okay. Wolverine's cheap? Oh, you mean? Oh, I do because. But the, he has the to effects, slice people. But they're not going to do that. You know what's going to okay, be? Okay, then why are they giving me they're, Wolverine if he's not going to get to slice shit? They're going to probably oh do You're going to hear some shink shink and you're not going <laughs> to see anything. You're going to see some people on the floor going, ah. And then it's gonna Lance. be then the rest of the episode is gonna be him still having his trauma with his brain. Okay, literally if they that's, do that, that's the whole series. If they do that, they but should just fast do. forward to the end and hand themselves an L. Put it in the mail it's and mail it to Punisher themselves. Light. <laughs> Punisher Light is yes. the best description and literally would kill it. Immediately. I was gonna say crazy theory is what if they just like 
now that he's fired from Punisher, what if they cast John Barenthal <laughs> nah. as they can't, because oh. he does the grunts just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then just a little bit more sniffing in between grunts. And right. you know there you go, you got him. Yeah. That it's would depend the on the contractual clause. They might have something that says he can't play roles similar to what he's Probably. been cast for. Yeah. And we know there's like a two year moratorium. From on, what I understand, on it's, it's, it's on it's on the character itself, not on the actor. Oh, no, no, not okay. necessarily the actor, but I mean the world. So, I, I mean, we'd have to look at the language to know for sure, but I'm sure there's something that prevents John from playing the Punisher and Going Daredevil if he wanted to. Like, I'm sure there's an issue. Uh, you, you know what might be a loophole with that is if instead of this being true about um, them doing a Wolverine TV show, if it actually was in the movies, mm -hmm. because since as we already established, one is Marvel television and one is Marvel studios for film. Right. right. Uh, maybe that could be the loophole. It's like, Oh, this contract is only for <sighs> any character that would be played on TV. On and he's like, surprise, uh, bitch, silver screen. What the fuck you going to do now? But I mean, is that, so they going to go to whole DC route where your whole film world is just like, I don't know. And the TV world Justice is just League something movie. else entirely. Are, are you going to use the guy oh, wait, from we, Flash? No. Didn't we say that they're, no. they're, they're no longer doing like the cinematic oh, universe. Yeah. DCEU is now dead. Yeah, so <laughs> it's weird what's happening over there. But, you know, I'm still excited about the projects they have on the horizon. And to right. be frank, there isn't a single project. <laughs> I see what you did there. Frank. A <laughs> and they haven't announced a single project, Marvel, I mean, outside of the potential Black Panther 2 that we know is definitely going to exist. Right. They haven't announced anything I'm excited about. I just got to keep it to 100 that there's not a single movie in development yeah. for Marvel right now that has me super excited. Their announcements there's are slowed zero. down. It's, it's there's zero. It's because it's, like, it's, it's riding on the wall. And so DC about, is like well, birds of prey. I mean, you, you're talking about in, in production. In production. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. of the movies that are already like pretty much done. So you're, you're kind mean, of excited for Captain Marvel? Yeah, I'm excited for Captain Marvel. Right. I would and say I'm more than excited. Like for Endgame? The trailer when she shot up looking like the comic, I was like, okay, I'm excited ready. for Endgame? Just to like get it all wrapped up. I don't know that I'm excited I'm for excited it, but I'm anxious. I'm anxious. Like I just want to see how's it, how it's going to go, but I'm not excited in the way that I am for Captain I, Marvel. I'm excited to see how they tie a bow around 10 years plus. No, yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, that's the curiosity. Like, how's yeah. it all going to go? What is this? It's this like you've done a lot of bricklaying. A whole lot of bricklaying. I don't think they're, yeah. gonna, they're not going to do a good job with Endgame, just like they didn't do it. I think really... so as well. I think that the enormous pressure from Infinity War and Black Panther happening in the same fucking year is really just going to show the glaring issues with Endgame, especially because it's the end. It's literally the end of this right. phase. And, I feel and like if they, they kinda... don't end it, and you know people are going to bitch. We're yeah. definitely going to bitch. So it's... It, to be fair, I'll say this. It's hard. No matter what happens, there's going to be a large chunk of people that are going to bitch. Oh, of course. Oh, there's yeah, always for people sure. that bitch. Because, for sure. Marvel. because the, the first thing we established is somebody has to die, Right. Somebody hopefully more has than one somebody. That's that would be the perfect That's ideal. scenario. That's ideal. More than one I, person. I, I agree with you more than I think we've <laughs> ever agreed on anything. Is that you know the biggest problem that I've always had with the Marvel movies is that there, we we know yeah. the, the hero is gonna. There needs to be stakes. There needs to be something that we feel that adds some gravity to the situation. And right now. Because we know every hero ends up on top, even with fucking uh, Infinity War. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, everybody got snapped out and like, yeah, they lost. But it's like, OK, we know there's another movie coming on and, you know, they're going to fix gonna, the shit. Yeah. But it's like, OK, there needs to be some real life consequences, some long term consequences that we're like, OK, it's not going to be the same now. So far, who are the people that we've really lost? Quicksilver. 
Loki, much. Loki yeah. has been the biggest death so far. Right. He really has, um, in terms of like stunning people in general, because of his fandom. That's why his people have still death. been like, no, he's not, he's not dead. dead. Yeah, yeah. Even it's though he was pre snap, <laughs> they don't want to believe. I mean, that they, shit. he's in the next. He's in Endgame, but it's like clearly like flashback. Right, Loki. right. So, yeah. uh, I think there needs to be a couple of deaths, and I I mentioned this in the group chat. Is one of the things that is is a mild theory of mine, and I would love for it to happen. Is all the original Avengers die. And the reason hmm. why is because all of them, most of them don't have any more um, projects on the horizon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them are done with their contracts. Ex- and the ones that do have anything on their contracts um, are already doing things that are uh, prequels. Hmm. For instance, Black Widow. She has a movie in development, but they already said it's a prequel movie. Ah, they did. So, they did say that. So it could. We may very well be watching the Black Widow movie and be like, "This bitch dead," but at least we get to see what <laughs> happened before she died. Hey, That's I think true, that yeah. would be one of the best case scenarios: is that they kill them all, mm. and then it's like, okay, now we know that there's actual stakes. Um, Let's move on from here, and then from then on, they continue that trend. They don't just wait until some sort of like like large universal scale cataclysmic event to then start killing people off. Like, no, make the stakes be real and stakes be high from here on out. Realize no one's safe. Treat it like Game of Thrones. They may, I have a feeling that some of the characters are probably going to suffer a um, symbolic death, meaning they're no longer just, they're just not going to be part of the Avengers. They're still alive as a character, but they just be like, hmm. I don't really need to do that. And I feel like they were probably going to do that with um, Tony. Uh, I, because feel like, I feel like that could happen for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. with Tony, given mm-hmm. if they were to follow like the, the comics and everything, right. where I think the comics is now passed or finished a second Infinity War, where he's broke and Homegirl has to help him out, Riri. Um, right. You know, like she she's she's now, you know, Ironheart or whatever. And it's like, if if that's if... <laughs> Marvel Studios massive if wants to like go in that direction you know and introduce not. a crop of new heroes. Yeah, they can, but they, you know? they. I mean, they should. They should. They should. Yeah. But yeah. I don't feel the confidence. They have from them. to to survive. They have but to to be they? relevant. But that's the thing. Well, will they? Will I, they innately do it without people beating them over the head with it? Like, will we just no. see it? Will we come into it? Or will they do something less fun and then people will will jump they're down their throats to, and then they'll have to do it after the they, fact? They're not gonna do it. Which, you know which, by do? the way, remember what I said last year? I was like, watch Birds of Prey come the fuck out and the fucking shit switch and Disney doesn't know what the fuck happened to them. Right. Because that's that's on track for what twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. so Disney has this year. I don't think Marvel is going to try to continue what they have now with the cinematic universe with these same characters or even try to bring up a new crop. But why? They're going to concentrate on the X-Men. Okay, but what about? What about? (laughs) That's where they're going to go. I'm pretty sure because it's like. I I kind of agree with you for that, but also they have to do something with the existing IPs that they know are already making money. It's the same thing that we just talked about. They've done too much foundation laying, not just for the past 10 years, but also for what's going to happen in the future. Exactly. They've they've blown up Black Panther too big. And they've blown up Spider Man too big. Doesn't Wakanda need to be the pathway? to get to some of the X-Men for Storm if they want to do it right? Yes, Isn't that yeah. the only way? I, I feel Absolutely. like we're probably going to get Which I'm like Black least... Panther 2. If there's not some fucking sort of Storm oh, yeah. Easter egg, there I'm going to set something on fire. So here's here's what 
here's the way they should do it if they really want to uh, be safe, but also like kind of like start edging towards that. As you said, they introduce X Men, they introduce like this greater world, introduce maybe the Fantastic Four as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, look, look. No, yeah, it could totally go well. I'm I just, need, I'm a cynic. I need, <laughs> I need Marvel's first family to be done well once. You know what? Once. If just I once. get one good Fantastic Four movie, <laughs> just one, the rest of the franchise could be shit, but just one good one where I'm like, mm. oh, there they are. But don't and then you, after that, it's like, and they're gone. Don't but, you sound like everyone just looking for one decent movie about their favorite character? That's where we all are. That's why I laugh because all we have are hopes and dreams. Mm. I've been hoping for over a decade for some of my faves to get a decent shot and they still haven't. And they should, but that's the thing. They, they Fantastic should. Four is in there, but I just laugh because it's like, wow. Has anyone failed harder than everyone trying to adapt fantastic four and the, the crazy thing so is sad. i think it's <laughs> so sad there, there's so much there. there i mean to be there's real with all these characters there's so no, there's much a there. lot there is but uh going back to what i think the plan should be for marvel mm. like you said they go into these these characters that they've recently acquired mm-hmm. they build that mythos up and then like over the next several phases that uh, the next like one or two phases that's what they do and then like this big three phase arc this that sort of standard that they've set right by the end of that three phase arc they start introducing the new iterations of the old characters so maybe by then they'll be yeah. like we'll get a miles morales we'll get a riri we'll mm. get uh maybe uh Kamala i do Khan. think it would take like a five-year break in between certain it things to it, get yeah. a miles it gives, morales, them, it gives right. people space from the old characters mm-hmm. and then they've still been the entertained and still invested in the universe right and then it's like this kid comes up and like uh and she's been like by then after another two or three phases right captain marvel will be so well established that then you could say okay what is her influence in the world in the world I love in, right. the, in the world rogue. that we've already built and, rogue. Rogue. and then we <laughs> see yeah, yeah. Rogue. a rogue character can yeah, really yeah. explode I'm a ready. kamala khan can explode yeah all yeah. these other things can happen because we've laid indeed, the foundation indeed uh that way we could have a new uh captain america by then i mean yeah. here's hoping that they actually do that because initially they were like we're not doing anything with x-men for a while but then we saw that article towards the end of last year it was like Kevin Feige making plans for X-Men it's just like I just feel like the people who get (laughs) these rumors who get these leaks are just people like jerking off in the bathroom and doing whatever they want because the leaks constantly contradict themselves. <laughs> this week, oh, Kevin Feige says, no way, it's years down the line. Kevin Feige says it could be next month. That's by design, like though. That's by design up. because we've already established that Kevin Feige and the Russos and everybody involved in like the big bunch puzzle of pathological pieces liars. have been fucking with us <laughs> since the beginning because that's how they've been able to control what the leaks uh, are. They're like, Endgame? Why the fuck would we call it Endgame? No, the name has never been said in any movie. And then three months later, it's like, surprise, it's like, what the fuck, Kevin Feige? I feel like tweeting. We at trusted him you, baby. Oh, well, hold up. I feel like tweeting at him every day. We're storm. Speaking of which, you just reminded me. <laughs> we got to say congrats to um, the cast of Black Panther oh, for coming yes. the first uh, Marvel film to win, to win accolades yeah, for their actors. Awards. No, no, just to win accolades from their actors, and not just any accolade. The accolade that comes from your fellow thespians that yeah. says, "I see you." And you did yeah, great. Man. And so shout out to that big, beautiful cast. And uh, and you made me think of Kevin Feige because Lupita was adorable back there behind Chadwick. Like, Kevin Feige. Say Kevin Feige. And he was like, <laughs> I'm going to say Kevin. 
Kevin, best for last. She was pressed to make. I love, I love they, they pressed him on that. What do you mean by young, black, and gifted? Well, you know, young, gifted, and black. I'm, I'm young, gifted, and black. What the? F- he's, <laughs> like, he's like, he's like. I feel like he also wanted people to Google because he could have said Nina Simone, but he did not. Right. Not in the actual speech on stage, and not to on the press room when he no. further expounded on it. And I no. thought that was great because if people don't know what it is, they definitely went to the Google yeah. and they were like, oh, look at this, it's Nina Simone, one of the greats to ever walk the earth and uh, listen to that shit if you've, not heard, if you've not heard it. But I think it's great because what we predicted for Black Panther, even though you know we don't know what's going to happen at the Oscars, has come true. Listen. We knew that <laughs> Disney Marvel, they were like, we want accolades. Not a single one of our fucking films have received any accolades where people take the acting seriously. Well, um, and so now we have one for Black Panther and the haters can stay mad and you know they're mad because I went to Twitter and people were like, well, this movie isn't even that they're good. So it's not even that good. Like, they got even more upset when they, um, <laughs> they got the Oscar nom for Best Picture and people were like, it's politically uh, correct. Like, what, what, <laughs> they were like literally. I saw people like gagging on their own words on on like on Facebook. They're like, let them I, gag. The movie wasn't that great in the first place. But I was like, bro, it's, it's you know you know, you cannot deny the cultural impact. You can deny whatever else you want to deny. You can deny the action. You can you deny the acting. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Think of a Titanic. Because when Titanic came out and it was nominated for all those Oscars, you absolutely, especially like the film nerd in me, you had a whole group of people who felt themselves like, I have more sophisticated taste and fast films and films. And they were like, there's no way Titanic should win. No, it's popcorn. No, it's, I mean, people always come for James Cameron's little movies at the end of the day but it was the same situation people thought Titanic was maybe drama light mm-hmm. or that it was more of a spectacle and it went to the Oscars and it got several nominations and then you know won some mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know there's something to be said for the Do you country agree with thing. every with every uh, Oscar nomination. Of course not. What the fuck? I'm that is asking, that is I'm rule number one for film nerds that it is impossible for you to agree with every Oscar Do nomination. Do you agree with every Oscar win? Of what? No. Okay. Def- you, definitely not. Are you <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had to scream at the top of my ligature. I'm looking, lungs, I'm looking at our audio and I'm just seeing that's how wild. much you First of all, right why don't you ask Dorothy Dandridge that damn question? I apologize but let me not to everyone on the train that just had to rip you off your saying? Why don't you ask headphones in public? Look at these great bitches on the wall. Do you recognize these women? That's uh, Cicely Tyson. That's Eartha Kitt. Diane Carroll. Hazel that's, Scott. That's okay, my grandma. So, that's, uh, <laughs> like, grandma. that's my auntie. No, they can tell you about the major snub. So I could actually go through every year that the Oscar has been given and have an issue with usually everything. Very few issues come up. It's usually like Julia uh, Andrews. She's mm-hmm. one of my favorites, Julia Andrews. Um, but yeah, every Julia year someone. Andrews. Julia. Julia Gulia. Um, no, it's just, it's just, everyone gets robbed. I mean, ask Denzel Washington why they didn't give him a fucking Oscar until he was a true nigga in their ideas. Interesting. Everyone knows Oscars are highly political. Sometimes mm. they get it right. Sometimes they don't. You seen Requiem for a Dream? Yep. Okay. You know, um, the bitch that paid the mother? Mm-hmm. Her, I'm blanking from her name. Oh my God. Old, I, don't know, I don't know her name either. Old but. white woman. But, uh, uh, one, one thing no, that but I want- she she should have been nominated and she didn't win. I'm pretty sure Aaron Brockovich won that win. And that was a fucking it was a freebie to Julia Stiles for being like, look at you. Julia you Stiles? tried to be serious. Julia Roberts. Look at you. You tried. You know what? That was actually a Freudian slip because I think I despised Aaron Brockovich as much as I just disliked Julia Stiles overall. When she was in Save the so Dance. I, I just want to say one thing about. Aaron Brockovich won an Oscar. Uh, one, Best actress. Real quick. One no. thing about. Uh, Black Panther winning or, or being nominated for Best Oscar. Whether you agree with that particular comic book movie or not, or that particular like 
commercial movie or like, you know, like wide audience. Ellen Bernstein is her name. It just came back to me. I think it's worth appreciating the fact that now the the Academy is taking these movies seriously Mm. that maybe not maybe won't receive that like high art critical praise. Right. But everyone still enjoyed them, you know? That's one of those things, too, that, you know, I think is is one of those subjective things that sort of, like, gets into elitism. Because when you talk to people about what's high, what's high art, what does that look like as a film? Like, there are different opinions, but generally they're all pretentious. But, well, that's and so why, if you've not I mean, been exposed to fucking, you know... Certain types of cinema, a tour cinema, have, verite. Like, how are you gonna know what's supposed to be sophisticated if you've not? Well, I know. I, I agree it? with you, and trust me, I've I've, I've seen some shit. Uh, but what I'm saying is like that. That's that's what that's why I appreciate this. Like, people should appreciate this, whether you think that Black Panther was the movie that should have done it or not. I personally disagree with you if you think that it <laughs> doesn't deserve it. But even if you don't think it is, you should at least be appreciative of the fact that, okay, the Academy is at least taking things that normally wouldn't be considered because they're not like the weird artsy fartsy things. Yeah. As success. The thing is too, with black Panther, um, this is why I will probably disagree with a lot of people who feel like it shouldn't be there, and the, uh, more on the art part or the design part. It's like, but the for art them, is bomb. It's like the clothing, the Yo! art design, the direction, the just the people walking around in everyday life and everything like that. The um, the the dermalage um, clothing and anchor, and uh, not anchor uh, armor, yeah, and stuff like that. The direction that all that just look super unique to them and super unique to yes, they could have just referenced the comic book. And no Chadwick problem. even Chadwick even said that um, as a matter of fact when he was in the the press room um, after they won the award and they I think the question had something to do with the fact that like oh what do you what do you think is something about the film that people don't talk enough about or give enough credit to? And what he said was, was basically like the wardrobe, the fucking set design, costume design, yeah. and the fact that it's not, and he said, I'm gonna paraphrase, but he basically said in his opinion, and I would agree with him, that he thought it was more difficult than a period piece. And I would agree with him for the fact that if you're trying to do a period piece, if you're trying to do Pride and Prejudice for the 18th millionth time, if you're trying to tell the 12th story right. about Henry VIII this year, or Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, you have so many reference points, because you're are obsessed with their own history there are so many books and pictures to look at and there's all these other versions of mm. tv or film productions to look at for wakanda there was literally nothing and they wove um a tapestry of the diaspora which is basically what chadwick said to create this new thing this brand new thing right. and that's hard to make like, something from scratch essentially. what does a independently highly technological black nation in africa looks like what does that look yeah, like? Yeah, what does it look like? What, and they like, gave us our first sort of look. What does that feel like? What does that smell like? What does it taste like? What do you see and feel when you look at this? And those shots of... Oh my God, the waterfall. Remember when we first saw that waterfall shot? Yeah, we were yeah. like, bitch, what? Like those this shots is amazing. of them just having tech and just almost everything. And then the shots of like when they were just walking through the crowd of people. And then when the the um their uh, jet going over the city... And, you know, and the tech are, was woven in in such an organic way into right. the everyday life of it's the like people. They, it, it was it wasn't in the way. Right. Like when they had their beads, it's just an accessory. And then you press it and it's a translucent holograms um, screen. Right. That because 
that's something I, I we I don't think was talked about too much about when it comes to Black Panthers, the tech. And I'm a I'm a big tech nerd, so it's like for years Google has tried it. A bunch mm-hmm. of like um, car manufacturers have tried it. A bunch of ski people, uh, ski companies have tried this where it's like this screen that is not intrusive. Right. It doesn't get in your way or somebody else's and they can't tell it's there. Right. But it gives you information. Right. And you can see through it and you can see where you're walking and stuff like that and you don't interrupt it. And it's like for them, to, and, and, it, and the way they did it was this like almost like a sand hologram coming up. It's 3D. Right. And it's it's like a little projection from a little bead, and then you just put it away. And it's like nobody really talks really about smart. how, how really smart. smart that is, and how that that's futurism. And how many hours totally went into them thinking about that? Just Intense think about hours. like what what makes sense. Like they're warriors and stuff like that. Why do I need a, a tech exactly. with another piece of Exactly, and they made or smart. It was just one smart ass dude. Like I got a fucking nah. idea about the dumb shit that y'all been no, doing. No, no, no. I remember it's following the Instagram futurism. of a costume designer, and she like she put in work. Yeah, it's holy on those costumes. Okay, if you like follow futurists and stuff like that these people when they talk about what the future tech looks like and what's the next step and what's the next field that people are going to get into because people are saying that cell phones have pretty much peaked there's not really much else you can do all all they can do now is evolve now they can fold it or some shit yeah but i'm saying it's like they're going back to that too by the way a lot of people are going back to folding cell phones i won't be but when you can make (laughs) my cell phone a hologram i'll be you know why it's because people miss that thing like when you're hanging up on somebody and you just slap it down yeah that that (laughs) shit is bad since technology has come along i don't feel the need to talk to people at all unless i really really have to (laughs) the introvert in me rises and i'm like no i talk to more telemarketers do you know how to text me text me then b and Um, you know so that's what like one of the things that there's so much i thought it was very intuitive and i think because it's so black oriented you know for lack of a better term people don't want to give it the props that it was because trust rest assured it's like what i said about wayne to exhale and i've made this argument to people as a film nerd Mm. if you recast wayne to exhale same exact fucking story and everything with four popular white women from the 90s that's automatically an oscar nominated film probably oscar winning suddenly it's all black women oh is it just a black film and so i think if you take black panther and you take all the work they did the nuanced work and you change it to an all white story and it's off some Norse mythology shit mm-hmm. combined with something else you would you couldn't get people to shut the fuck up oh, about yeah, how yeah, amazing oh, yeah. well do you see how they took the Celtic pattern and they interwove it into the stockings it's just beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs> and so I really feel like and, and Chadwick said that too he was like I don't know if it's a black thing or I don't know if it's like a popularity thing Look, we but... already know the answer we didn't even need to talk about this shit because everybody that's listening I'm and trying everyone to be that's objective, in this room rich. we already know <laughs> I'm we trying already to be objective know. We don't need to be ejected about this shit. We already fucking know. <laughs> we like, do. We're not going to say it's racism, but... But uh, it's racism? No. If it's, it walks like it's a bigotry. duck. <laughs> it's bigotry. Just a little bit. Because Black like Panther was the shit. Looks like a Klansman. Sounds and I've like seen a, probably, probably Black Panther at least three more times <laughs> on Netflix just randomly while I've been doing shit. And it still holds up. Like, I'm not sick of it. That's impressive for me because I'm a huge cynic when it comes to films. And so in case you haven't found in out, case you guys haven't figured it out. And by the way, I was correct. I showed Lance on uh, the year 2001, which I remember because Requiem for, Requiem for a Dream was such an impressive film for the dramatic performances that Ellen Bernstein was nominated and she served major face, including a, a fantastic scene where they had a dolly going back and forth. And for her, for them to capture her in slow motion, and she did that for like hours. She's like walking back and forth to simulate the hurried thing that they do when she's manic, mm. right? Julia Roberts playing Erin fucking Brockovich, 
beat out Ellen Burstyn from Requiem for a Dream. So if you haven't seen that film, to reference what the fuck I'm talking you about. You know why? Because they're called boobs, Candace. No. <laughs> what? That was the line from Aaron Brockovich. She's like, they're called boobs, Ed. And then there's boobs. Like, oh, there's boobs in Wrecking for a Dream. It's just really dark vision of boobs. Yeah, that's why people don't want to watch. You think all the white people men don't want to like, see dirty like, boobs. We don't want to see <laughs> boobs like that. And then fucking Julia Roberts like sexes it up. And I mean, like, that's the, the boobs that we the like. The boobs weren't yeah. actually dirty. It was just like a dirty thing she was doing exactly. to get some H. That's what I'm <laughs> at saying. At the end of the movie, we were ass like, you're double ass. banging the dildo, girl. Don't do that. Mm. Not for the men, anyway. Do it for you. Um, but yeah, no. So that's that's a colossal fail. Just like Denzel Washington getting his for training day versus, say, Malcolm X or, you know, Hurricane. Anything or, else? Oh, I do, <laughs> so I, many, so many films. Although I do love training day, man. No, training day is fantastic. It's but like, it's like what I said to Sherman yesterday. I was like, it's the first time he played a, real a nigga. Yeah. And they were like, would you look at that? Denzel has it in him. You know, this, it, it really he can is. really it, he can really play a true black. And so that's a that's a very like. <laughs> sardonic way to look at it but ultimately how can i not with hollywood right because he played edge as malcolm x true malcolm black x was a whole ass my favorite uh, true black. Uh, punk band which one true black true black, true black. <laughs> <laughs> that's, some, that's there, something that's something an oscar voter would say look, that's totally is there something any they would other say. uh any other news new news get do? your captain marvel Anything tickets <laughs> just get your tickets now man. get your fucking um, tickets yeah oh and the new trailer uh did show us uh a young monica rambeau too right actually yeah let's shout out tessa thompson who started her um in the last week her initiative for time's up where she did the challenge challenging other actors um and studios to take the commitment to work with at least a female director one female director in the next 18 months to be the change you want to see. And, you know, she works for Disney Marvel. And the first studio to take that challenge was Universal. Wow. Oh. Wow. And I hope they take that challenge wow. seriously and that they don't just grab any woman for the sake of grabbing a woman. No, grab the right what woman is it? for the right First of all, project. there's no women around just to grab in the industry unless they've it's worked really enough. hard yeah, to be there usually. No, no, no. This, is a, this is what I guarantee that, that some of these these studios are going to do. They're going to grab a woman that's fresh out of like like film school, mm. has that's no okay. credit to her name, give her something that's way too big for her, and then when it does anything less than what it should do, they're going to be like, see, they can't do it. Back to the men. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to say that whatever bitch they decide to bet on who's right out of college, I believe in you. And I believe that you too, just like all the assholes straight out of college who were dudes got to handle a $200 million, $100 million film, a bitch could too. Who fucking cares? Do it. Any of you bitches across the globe, I'm here to support you. I'll go fucking see it five times just so the haters and the meninists stay mad. Anything we got to plug before we get out of here? Just, uh, how about uh, episode nine of The Punisher, which was Fluster. awful. <laughs> Fluster. Episode 10. Episode 10 delivered the better. violence. Delivered the violence. Slightly better violence. And God. Vertigo is still fucking annoying. And, and evidently, evidently, here's what we learned at the ep- end of episode 10 is that she decided, she decided that she was going to poach information from Madani and suddenly, suddenly Madani isn't a world-class agent anymore. Suddenly Madani can't tell when someone's lying. Suddenly Madani's just spilling her secrets to the agent. She didn't visit this entire time. Billy was gone, didn't ask no questions, didn't have no one post in her building to see if Billy visited. None of that. She spills her guts of what really makes Frank tick as far as she's fucking concerned. So this fucking bitch, Vertigo, bitch can then tell her man her sociopath man here's how you break frank here's how you break him so he can organize for frank to shoot some innocent women mm. fuck you vertigo and yeah. i hope you die a painful death by the end of this season hit us up on uh defended cast <laughs> if you think 
that Krista, aka you probably oh didn't even know that was her name. Krispy, That's how you know Krispy Rich Krispy is Cream. on the damn show because ain't no one said this bitch's name all these episodes. But here comes her talk. Krispy Kreme donut. No, no, Krista the therapist. I did have to see the episode. This is the third time that I've watched it, and it took me this many times to remember, to that, remember that was her, her name. name. Wow. Yeah. Why did you watch it three times? Because I watched it once with myself, once with Michelle, and then a third time. <laughs> so you wanted to suffer. That's cool. No, hey, hey look, look, look. <laughs> you didn't want to suffer because you watched it alone. And you were like, oh, and then I you watched say, it with Michelle, and then you had to watch it again. That, that twist was kind of lame in the episode, which though. which twist? The, like it's like, well, I know how to break him. I was no, like, it was awful. It no, was awful. No. Was like, the the way she did it was awful. The way like you get to see him, like fuck. Right. That, that means I, I, I already. You guys already know. I love Frank every time he's on screen. That's not the issue. The issue is the characterization of everybody else around him, except for LeBron. Is sometimes Madani, but I feel like it's like the intellectual version of nerfing her powers. You can't present a, an extremely capable and agent, shrewd, and then all of a sudden, agent, and then suddenly she's like, I can't even tell when a person's face is twitched with a lie. Like what? No, man. Come <sighs> on, man. Come on, man. Maybe she was working during the shutdown. And <laughs> so and then she also accused her she was also jealous by the way oh god Maybe, when she found out billy went to madani's place she was you, like you were intimate with were each you other. fucking my sociopath because i know you guys used to fuck i can't talk about these guys anymore look <laughs> i love how i love how you haven't been here for weeks and you're like but i can't talk about them anymore I didn't think you that, just need to get back to harlem and that's I do, fine i do so i gotta fine. hey look somebody gotta protect this since luke's ass ain't doing <laughs> shit uh, and uh <laughs> Fish is not going My up there anymore. Catch me on 135th Street, y'all. <laughs> Catch you. Catch me uh, <laughs> now, if y'all got no, any, where's any... Karen? Someone tell me where's Karen. I'm waiting for Karen oh, in this show. Please she's God, she's coming. Please God, she's coming. Can she relieve she'll be the scene? Again. Can she kill Vertigo? I would appreciate that. <sighs> she can... Look, look, look. I, I don't want to spoil it. Anyway, look. <laughs> uh, what, what do we have to plug? Uh, at Defended uh, Cast. At Defended Cast on iTunes. Well, iTunes. On Instagram. <laughs> uh, Instagram and Twitter. And, Twitter. and um, you can find the show on Apple Podcasts and you can find it on Radio Public, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, all the good stuff. Pretty much anywhere podcasts are. You know, you Like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Check Criti- out all the other gifted sounds. Critical, uh, constructive, you know. Criticism is okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, or, or I'll just flame you. But yeah, I, that's fine. I invite the Meninist or Flat Earthers to engage me, please. Oh Lord, new episodes. <laughs> find and me. where can they find you if they want to engage you? Get at the, at the, at the defended. What you mean? Oh, they, they can you find want me to go through defended. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wanna... email me at my personal address. Not your personal one. Look, if y'all well, give... if you want me to make an email address for the Meninist, I guess I can for next episode. If be like Meninist, catch Masandri me here at Masandri Lives Forever at gmail.com. <laughs> if y'all want to message me and that's tell not me stolen, I ain't I'm shit. taking it. If you want to tell me I ain't shit, or if you want to see some dope <laughs> shit about <laughs> MMA and boxing, y'all could reach me at Super Upper Punch on Instagram. By the way, we should have some new episodes of that coming soon. I've been talking to a bunch of guests and we've been on hiatus for a little bit. So cool <laughs> quantum was it the quantum realm yeah again? all my guests are in the quantum <laughs> realm as well there we snap back real soon yeah. it's, <laughs> no it's time to end it i've been up so long i'm so tired that yeah i no longer can be positive we're done with of what day. words right. i'm saying all right we're gonna snap ourselves out of existence it's time to go all right guys i'm jumbling Three, up with my two, words one peace <laughs> <laughs>